everybody. Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. This is the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine. We're looking at volume 39, which is August of 1992, and we have Mario Paint on the cover. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. How many more ep- issues are there of this magazine? <laughs> only uh, what have I signed on? What have I signed on to? <laughs> only only, only two hundred and fifty more. Oh, oh I don't know oh. if I can make it past like the the Nintendo sixty four era. To be honest, yeah, that's, when I, that's I, when I clocked out as as a Nintendo fan. I, I mean, I yeah. own a Wii, kind of, but I mean, it's going to be a tough sledding once we get like into that Wii era. I've looked but, at some of the scans, and this magazine gets ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what we, we we'll This see magazine we is go. like a child. We're in the cute, whimsical phase right now, but oh, pretty yes. soon it's going to become a, a gangly teenager full of acne and a bad, raw attitude, and it, it's going to mm. get rough. Mm. Speaking just of rough. Like it. <laughs> speaking of rough, just how your mother likes it, Trebek. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we got the Mario Pate uh, claim. He's back, and he's in claymation again. So, kind so of. <laughs> can I ask something? Yeah. Why the hell would they do a cover on something called Mario Paint and make it out of clay? Because well, the I, think it's, I think it's a call callback to the first cover a little bit. But he's it's holding a Mario Paint. It should be painted. It should be a painting. He's got a paintbrush, at least. Ugh. He's made of painted clay. It's a missed opportunity. It looks like something Josh Foreman made. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's pretty solid. Maybe he did yeah. make it. It's possible. I seriously doubt it by then. <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, we got Mario holding a paintbrush, standing on a Nintendo mouse. The Super in NES front mouse. Of yes. Yeah, is there water or wax on that mouse? Because I see like some clear distortion on the left. It's pad. the scan. It's like there was some glue or something on this person's copy. Like if. Ben looks at his. I'm pretty sure that's like right below Mario's left foot. There's not a distortion on the mouse, is there? Um, well, you know what was there was they have like um, so they at some point they stopped printing the address of where it's supposed to go oh, on the magazine okay. and mm-hmm. it started slapping on this piece of paper that was stuck to the magazine. Mm-hmm. So like in my, in my copy, mine like actually ripped part of the cover off. Okay. Let so, me guess. It's the one part in dispute that could tell us whether this was a uh, <laughs> some glue. That fell it's, off the Mario model. Def- yeah, Mike. So what de- you guys are looking it's at definitely is definitely the glue from the label. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the glue from the label is what you guys are looking at. So, uh, what do we have behind? Well, you know, behind Mario, he's got like a monitor, a CRT, and it's got one of the um, frames from the game uh, of Yoshi like jumping through Super Mario World, and um, <laughs> someone has like started illustrating it um, with the mouse. It's like if Yoshi, if Yoshi was in the Yellow Submarine movie, he's got like a Lucy in the Sky phase going on, where he's just floating through the sky, and right. the mountains are yellow, and the sky well, that's is made one of, the, of like waves. In the game, there's there's like a bunch of templates that you kind of like click what colors you want um, in each like space in each void. So this is this is one of those pre-supplied like stills that you can fill in uh, in Mario Paint. So, and then what we have some music notes like. Uh, in black floating around too um, yeah they're floating over the font and the TV though so it's not right. part of the part of no the it's not part of, it's not part of the drawing it's part of like the cover um, and then we have like we have some weird like 
lights, like the back end of a car or something like that, like at the very bottom. I don't even know what, like maybe it's a power board for the monitor or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what these. I don't know. They're in the shape of like uh, VGA ports, which right. is yeah. to me. Or they look like like little glowing uh, teeth, you know, like ma- like mouths. Yeah. <laughs> looks like little. reflectors in the back of a car. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That's why, Mar- that's, why, that's why Mario's looking at us on the cover. He's like, are you seeing this machine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tripping balls. <laughs> anyway. So, into the uh, first advertisement, we have an advertisement to renew your Nintendo Power subscription called Your Link to the Pros. And it has Mighty Link illustrated and uh, slashing through a copy of his own player's guide for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Self-defacing. Yeah, but he looks like Link from Zelda Two, not Zelda: Link to the Past. I know he's got those. Mm-hmm. He's got those friggin' wispy, long, super sideburns going on. Yep. And uh, Canadian and Washington State <laughs> residents seek <laughs> you know order those, form uh, for correct pricing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know you look at those friggin' uh, sideburns on Link, and the, like Zelda looks at those and thinks those are just handlebars. Your mic's a little choppy, by the way, Mike. So. How can it? I mm. don't know. That lovely Canadian hey, internet. Hey, kid, I'm a computer. Stop by the downloading. <laughs> hey, 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 stop downloading the porn. <laughs> <laughs> and the next up, we have an advertisement called The Power of Choice. And it has a picture of a Super Nintendo on a table with the price point of $100 next to it. Which I don't is, remember uh, this at all because it launched at $199. I went and looked at this because like, I was like, wait a minute. So... I don't know if this was like I, I guess this was released, but like so they they pulled Super Mario out of the package and the extra controller, mm-hmm. and said you can have just the game deck, like just the just the console for a hundred dollars, which that's right. crazy low, like considering how like I mean this system had only been out for less than a year and they're already right. selling at half price. I mean, yeah, you don't get two controllers, you don't get Super Mario World, but then you can just go get whatever game you want. Is sort of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a yeah. crazy good deal. <laughs> like adjusted for inflation. I don't know. So yeah, that's a really good deal because that's what they're selling for the Nintendo ad. Um, yeah. In the previous holiday season. And this is this has been less than a year, and they're already right. dropping. I don't know. Like this seems. I don't remember well, this. But. It says suggested retail price, so they're like it could be as low as nine ninety nine. Go to your local Walgreens and find out. Yeah, most. Most retailers were pretty good at sticking to that, though. Like, if if they if Nintendo said that the MSRP was whatever, it was it right. was pretty consistent. Today, I mean, obviously with Amazon and all the sales and everything, like prices fluctuate a whole lot more. But back in the early '90s, at least, I remember you know you know retailers were pretty consistent with sticking with suggested retail prices. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's sort of crazy. What do you guys think about that? That's awesome. That's a great yeah. price. It gives you a whole bunch of suggestions here of like what you could do. Basically, we're giving Mario a break by taking the game pack out of the package and lower the price to put the con- put the control where it belongs with you. And so it's asking you, like, you know, if you don't want Mario World, what do you, you know, what do you want? And it just shows what will you, you buy first. Games. Yeah, you could get the, the super scope. You could get the super soap scooper. Yeah, super scooper scope. Scooper scope. The scope. super scooper scope six. <laughs> Like yeah, and be completely disappointed. You could have Super Mario World or Super Scope. I don't know. You, you clean out your choice. cat's litter box at thirty frames a second. <laughs> Void your bowels with the Super Scooper Scope Six. <laughs> You're gonna shit yes. your pants at the graphics, and this will help you get it right up. 
<laughs> I shit my pants. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anything else to say about say about this? No. We have the uh, <laughs> um, table of contents up next. Wait, what? The, What's there's a there's what? a, oh it's it's the Jack and Mac or whatever. What's that dinosaur? Joe game? and Max. Joe and Mac. I've never seen the cover for that game, so it's like right in the middle next to Krusty. So. Yeah, so we have the uh, table contents, and the bottom right, we have the uh, clip art here that they've gotten from the Dick Nose drawer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got two dudes facing opposite directions on a kayak. Uh, I hate to break With to you guys, but that's not how a kayak works. Uh, <laughs> but look at... Look at playing uh, Game Boy, the Game Boy Link. Yeah, they have the Link cable, but look at... Um, they have a really cool perspective, like... The water is the white of the page, mm-hmm. but like it's halfway up, like the side of the canoe or kayak or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But you got like a fish, like sticking out of the water, looking at them too. <laughs> right. So that's kind of cool looking. I don't know. I, I kind of like this one. Not gonna lie. I can dig it. So, um, by the way, I'll still make the same point I made last issue. Why the hell is Super Nintendo third in the list of, <laughs> of game coverage? Doesn't make first, any sense. First come, first build. Oh uh, God. They really need. I hope they change that up soon. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think they they eventually do switch over at some point. It's probably not. They'll probably wait until January of '93 to do it. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna compl- I'm gonna complain did. every issue until they do. So Fair take take that 1992 Nintendo Power Publishers. Thanks, you're Gail. Being, you're being called out <laughs> <laughs> in 2016. <laughs> so all right. All right, so moving on to the player's pulse. Um, we have a bunch of letters here about uh, letters from moms, it looks like. Is that right? Wait, no. I want to talk about this player's pulse, like, the art? banner at the top first. This, like, guy with the U and pulse looks really derpy. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. He's he like, looks like he's jerking off behind a cardboard box. It's like when Ralph Wiggum, like, remember when, like, Lisa and Ralph were the only ones that had, like, make their own state costumes, and he's, like, Florida. He's just, like, a piece of, like, foam. <laughs> and he's like, I'm Florida. And this guy's like, I'm the letter U. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Shit, so. I, I'm just glad when Ralph decided to be Florida that he just didn't stick the word Florida on his wang and leave it hanging out of his fly. <laughs> that was been my call. I'm <laughs> Dick's- Florida. Dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> Dicks out for America. <laughs> Harambe, Harambe, Harambe. Oh, oh, oh. What's in your head? A fucking no. bullet. You know what's this. In, what's in your cage? A kid, a kid. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know tonight I'm cleaning out my cage of kids. <laughs> Not even Dude. close to the same song. All right. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Okay. Mom's rules or mom rules. So let's see. Uh, do you want me yeah. to take the first one? Sure. All right. Bonnie. Bonnie of Huntsville, Alabama. Or, oh, my God. That's like the same name, but with two accents. She's BB. All right. Hey, Bonnie. Uh, get over here. Bonnie. Pack the cat. What is it? Yad. Bonnie, Bonnie. <laughs> Anyway, Bonnie Bonnie writes in <laughs> Fuck me Alright, I'm writing with a suggestion After my son Ryan's gift last list added super 
Nintendo to our lives, and my brother-in-law renewed our subscription to Nintendo Power, I became a very lonely mother. When I ask my son what's new, I get, I don't know, why don't you, I don't know what you call it, a green amphibian with warts? I got it. Like, a newt, I guess is the joke? I don't know. Anyway, dinner is done, Dad, and son... Uh, in front of the tube and Nintendo's on and the yelling has begun with mom asking how are you if you could come out with a game mom on the loose or see mom burn dinner or have you hugged your mom today wow that is so sad uh it might put some ideas in their head if not could you please tell Richard Uncle Steve Ryan Bonnie hi from mom and you let her call him thank you so Bonnie is resorting to Nintendo power to communicate with her family uh, and mm. they, they write back to her, yo, Ryan, Richard, and Steve, mom says hi. <laughs> so <laughs> the mom's, uh, Miss, Miss, Miss Bonnie from Huntsville is uh, at the end of her rope, it looks like. Uh, hopefully they, uh, so they showed sad. her some love. They showed her some love because go out, give your mom a hug. You know, she's not going to be around for so long. Don't, don't waste too much time on Nintendo, you know? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Take a break uh, then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then. So then. we get the next one with the grandparents or you want that one? I'll take the grandparents. Okay. So we get a picture. We get uh, the letter saying, "This year, I received a Game Boy, and I thought it was for me to use." Well, fuck. Why else would they give it to you? As soon as my grandparents saw it, they couldn't put it down. I finally managed to get it away from them. From now on, whenever I visit my grandparents, I think I'm gonna hide my Game Boy. <laughs> and then we get to call. see a we get to see a pair of perplexed grandparents holding a Game Boy, and they're both pointing at it. And one can only imagine. I think it's got Tetris in the uh, back. I remember the top of that label. And I think they're just like, hey, what do we do with all these blocks? I think you're supposed to touch the screen. Try tapping it. I am tapping it. Did you say blocks or blacks? <laughs> I think maybe that's what's pissing them off. Oh, I'm Just like, okay. I don't know. I'm not seeing enough white blocks here for my liking. Just checking. <laughs> Thought I detected some racism there from you, but maybe, no, it's all- maybe I'm just used to hearing it. It's old people, so, you know, who knows what they're thinking. But it's probably racist. I'll get the next one. My mom is king over the family's NES. She plays Dr. Mario and Tetris. This is bad enough, but the NES is in my room. She plays games in here every night. Hope I can stop her. Just rip some nasty farts. I would take right there. Just go to Taco Bell after school every day and just, like, just nuke that room with just some just yeah. an ass blaster <laughs> well, that's, well that, that, hey that's what they do in nature they use strong scents to mark their territory so you know just do like the aminals and there you go Yep, <laughs> just gotta rip some serious ass in there you know just you have the, the dirty socks underneath the, underneath the TV you know well <laughs> you know if it was my room there would have been a dirty sock for a different reason under the TV <laughs> Yeah, the, the, cru- the crusty one. Yeah, the this one thing's hard stand. as a board. What's going on with this sock? The, the sock that you lean against the wall. No. <laughs> the dog uh, keeps a doorstop. To, the, dog, the dog keeps trying to eat it. Oh. Lovely. All right. Uh, all right. So they say, respond. Feeling lucky, Toby. Challenge her to a game. Winner gets the room. That sounds like a really cool mom. Playing the games. That's a, are we that's going, a are going with Vivian's advice or are we doing the next one? I'll take Up to you. Yeah, you can do Viv. Who's and I'll take Viv? her friend Sue. 
I'll do Viv then. Uh, I don't know what Mike just advice said. Advice from Viv. My friend Sue and I are Nintendoites, sometimes playing, playing into the wee hours of the morning. Anytime we want to travel the lands of Hyrule, explore Alfgard, or battle our way to the Temple of Fiends, we surround ourselves with our favorite foods and play to our heart's content. Sounds like we have understanding parents, right? Wrong. We're grandparents, Nintendo nanas. <laughs> we think there are many more of us in the Nintendo underground who don't know how to respond to the raised eyebrows of peers. We survive the suspicious glances, tongue-clicking and head-wagging disapproval of coworkers and friends. We hung in there and defended our right to have fun. We did it, and so can you. <laughs> Nintendo nanas, Vivensu from Tacoma, Washington. That's cute. Good, good for them. That's a... I'd like to imagine, like, what foods they have, like, around them. Like, I just imagine, like, a ton of those bowls of candy that like only grandmothers have in their <laughs> in their houses, <laughs> like what no, the, I, like I, ribbon candy that like sits there yeah. for about forty years, and nobody eats it. Because when you try to take one out, the whole bowl comes with. Yeah, it. I don't know what grandma food is like. What's grandma chow? Like I, whatever I it think is, pop brownies. I th- yeah, I think <laughs> these I think these are the rebels. They're the ones that's got the Cheetos and the Mountain Dew coming in and. They're just oh, so there. like extreme grandmas, like they're pounding Maybe. surge and being like extreme. <laughs> they're just embracing their gamerhood. Either uh, that's just like you know crackers and like cheese, and or like you know some kind of spread like yeah. that, like a big old tray of coke. Mm. I have these water chestnuts that are delightful. <laughs> Watercrest, you mean? Or Watercrest. Like I have a Watercrest sandwich. Yeah. Fingerling <laughs> sandwich. Would you like it? I'd like to finger something on grandma if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's all right. you, John. All right. Uh, and uh, let's see. The next letter is from Mildred Mildred Durham of Knoxville, Tennessee. And she writes in saying, I am 53 years old and started playing after buying my teenager a system. I decided to try to Zelda and finished it that night. I was hooked. I subscribed to Nintendo Power to aid my playing. I'm becoming disappointed because you feature fewer mind-teasing games such as Lolo series and Uninvited. Cater to us, like bow to Zor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Mildred is getting a little. She needs her fix. It seems like she's she's kind of got her. Uh, she's puzzle. a hardcore gamer, not one of yeah. those Tetris moms. She wants some of that like Lolo straight to the vein. You know, mm-hmm. some of that that pure cut Colombian Lolo. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, anyway, Mike, you want to want to wrap us up? Yeah, I'll take us home with Robert C. Briggs the Third from Cooksville, from Cookville, Tennessee. It's about time you establish a seniors division. Until you do, I lay claim to being the oldest man alive who has completed both quests of The Legend of Zelda, The Adventure of Link, Final Fantasy, Crystallis, and Star Tropics. I play by the following rules. I accept no hints or suggestions from anybody younger than me, which is everybody, or from any (laughs) source, and I make my own maps. After I finish, I consult Nintendo Power Magazine to see what I missed. I'm looking forward to the holidays so I can buy my son a Super NES and prevent him from using it. <laughs> the fucking psychotic punishment is this? I was beginning to think Robert was pretty cool and on the level, but now he's just like looking to freaking cock these people. Mm-hmm. Hey, check out these amazing graphics. Too bad you can't fucking touch it. My he name signed is Bob. it off with a mighty. <laughs> My name is Bob, short for Bobbert. All right. <laughs> All right. I want to and call they, they this. respond back with, so how old are you? <laughs> Question mark. So even they're like questioning his, uh, right. his uh, you know, mental facilities, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't 
know. And right. this, guy, this guy's the Trump of the hall. He's like, I'm old. I'm super old. People look at me and say, how old are you? And they don't even know. They don't even have to wait for the answer because they know I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what was the number? Who needs numbers? He just <laughs> grabbed those games right by the power. Yeah, I was gonna say grab the games by the joystick. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what I was gonna go with, but damn it, man stole my thunder. Ah, yes. <laughs> can't top that. We got all the best games. All the games. Can't top that. All right, all right. So I wanted to, yeah, I want to mention this blurb down here. They say when they want you to write a Nintendo Power Players poll, they say you've heard bits and pieces about Nintendo's upcoming C accessory for the Super NES. What would you like to know more? Uh, uh, what would you like to know more about it? Write us and we'll try to answer all your questions. Can I buy stock in it? Yeah, right. <laughs> as soon as you yeah. get out of it. <laughs> um, yeah, can I bet I on guess, you not releasing it? <laughs> so they they found, by the way, that like on Pol- on Polygon, they had an article today about like at the Nintendo headquarters in a, in a room that no one had been in for a long time. They found a stash of uh, Famicom with um, the disk drive attachment that you had mm-hmm. to, apparently you had to play in Mar- in Japan you had to actually like to play Zelda you actually um, there was like a disk like a hard no, disk no it was an attachment that you could yeah, use yeah right so like it would like it was a base for the Famicom and then you like to play some games you actually had to have the physical disk it wasn't the cartridge do you know so. that the original Zelda Link to the Past actually had DLC for the Super Nintendo well, they hold had on, to, before you get to that, the Famicom, so that they also revealed that they had a, a disc writer, which is important because yes. what they had was they would have a stores and stuff, these mm-hmm. like disc writing machines where you can go and take your disc that you have with your own disc reader and it would write de- game demos onto your disc so you could right. take it home and play game demos. Yep. And in so a similar they were fashion, out at, they were out ahead of the curve there. So yep. yeah, and in a were. similar fashion, they had additional content for Legend of Zelda called the Stone Tablets, which I found out came out on the Satellaview, which was the downloadable edition right. to the Super Nintendo. So there's an entire Legend of Zelda linked to the past official stuff that we've never heard of or touched or Son seen. Of a bitch. I know, holding on on the fucking Zelda goodness. Damn you, Nintendo of the 90s. Speaking of goodness, John, tell us about the winners here of the Players Bowl contest. Uh, so they, it was Joe versus the Volcano, or Catherine uh, uh, Dubois. <laughs> Catherine Bennett, a Dubois uh, Pennsylvania resident, uh, won the, um, the mountain bike contest from October. And she and her husband, so they were an older power couple, um, flew to Hawaii with someone from Nintendo Power uh, to test out their mountain bikes on Haleakala. Uh, They descended more than 10,000 feet in less than 38 miles. I mean, I guess, okay. What a weird thing. I I I didn't know 38 miles was only 10,000 feet. What a weird no. prize. Let me go on a vacation to Hawaii with a member of your staff. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh, just... Let's have a romantic uh, walk on the beach. Well, I'll be coming along with you as this is Nintendo sponsored. Right. I, think it, I think it may have been like simply because they needed someone to guarantee that they actually come back. They're just like, <laughs> what if they just say fuck us and they stay in Hawaii? Well, they're, they're adults. They could <laughs> they do that. Do that. I don't know why they needed a chaperone on the trip. 
Maybe they were expecting teenagers, so they signed that into the deal right off the bat. Yeah, bank. you know what? That actually does make sense. You know, Mike's ideas are usually pretty terrible, but I'll uh, I'll say that one's pretty I, I, I prefer whimsical. Mm. <laughs> but I can just imagine that just being like the most awkward like vacation. Hey, we want a trip to Hawaii, and there's going to be a chaperone the whole time. Super. <laughs> just Howie sitting there, <laughs> like. <laughs> Hey fellas, do you want to hear, do you want to see my rock video while we're in the hotel room? God, yes. Give it to me, Howie. I want to see it all. I can, I can only get so volcano. hard. <laughs> Fuck the volcano. I need to see this rock video. That's right. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, and it's not Mike. It's not uh, thirty-eight mile like. It's because the 38 miles were like switchbacks would be my assumption. You wouldn't just go like vertically down the mountain, despite the illustration at the top, but third grade illustration at the top. of It the, may have been an incline, like, like somehow they. Yeah, it definitely would have been incline. They go that's down 10,000 physics. That's like how geometry works. Yes. <laughs> so, so, you generally just don't go straight down the mountain. Yeah, how it works. you don't just drop ten thousand feet. Yes, in spite you would, you would of go the, uh, at an angle. So <laughs> yes, that is true. That <laughs> in, in spite of the hilarious illustration right, right here, where they have an exploding volcano and four uh, bikers riding maybe thirty <laughs> seconds down a mountain. That's yeah. That's not. That's not. A, that's not an actual yeah, reenactment. The, of, the starting of what point occurred. isn't the exploding cap of the mountain. So. All so right. we got a letter from Gail here. Gail yep. told an elder in chief. Hey, letter, hey, Gail, you're so good at you're so good at writing letters. How about answering mine? <laughs> All right. So she talks about uh, how they've introduced the Super Scope in Mario Paint, which comes with the Super NES mouse, and the Super NES mouse gives it more of a personal computer feel, and it's really fun. And um, so they talk about the large amount of library of games, and they say they are burning the midnight oil to bring, produce the best software available for any game system, including titles for the new CD system. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, someone's writing checks that are asking cash. That's right. Well, so. at least they're optimistic about what they see as the future of the system. And, and, we're, and, let, we're, and we're totally not going to fuck over our cooperating people to create our worst enemy. Well, come on. Good times ahead. Everybody knows what happens with that. But, like, you know... um, Here's the arrogance right here. Look for the Super NES to dominate in a sophomore year and beyond. But what I will say, this system is less than a year old, and they're already talking about adding to its capabilities. So, I mean, and yes... Uh, systems in in the in the early '90s and and uh, mid '90s had shorter like, because I mean like the uh, the current generations are normally seven to eight, if not more years. But back then it was more four to five years. So um, even though that's a shorter span for the like each console generation, look, I mean, look, we're less than a year in, and they're talking about you know pushing it, expanding it, you know, making it better. Mm-hmm. So you know, to their credit, at least, absolutely. So. Speaking of pushing, let's uh, push on through the, ep- the episode, uh, or issue, uh, Gargoyles Quest 2. Though the font here is terrible, it looks like Gargoyles 2 Quest, uh, it does. <laughs> depending on how you read it. Um, I don't know what's going on with like the boob pecs here for uh, Yeah, I was going to ask, I don't, remember, I don't remember the Gargoyle from Gargoyles Quest wearing a wife beater. <laughs> that is the same color as the skin. What I don't get is why he has the Mickey <laughs> Mouse gloves going on. He's like, oh, I'm just a happy neighborhood gargoyle. Oh. 
Yeah, that illustration did not translate well from the sprite. It's a little Yeah, odd. I don't know what's going on. And the yeah, the smile and eyes are disconcerting. There's just not much good going on here. Though it is it is well drawn. Like there's mm-hmm. muscle that like whoever's doing this, I would guess probably had comic book background or went on to comic books because it just looks like the style of you know, X Men and things like that. Yeah, uh, good perspective, shading. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Artistically it's very sound, but the whole idea of like it's like if this is Satan brought to you by Disney. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, does, did either of you uh, play Gargoyles Quest 2 back in the day? Uh, not in the day, but you will hear about it in an upcoming issue of the Taste Test. Oh, it's been selected, huh? Yep. All right. Well, okay. I looked into it a little bit. Uh, how much do you want me to spoil here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we always spoil everything, so why okay. change now? So... <laughs> What's a little interesting about this game is it plays not the same, but like kind of similar to what what we're talking about with Act Razor from before, where you have an overworld that you kind of walk through, but then like when you go into the caves or you know sort of areas, it goes to a side-scrolling platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's the like the predominant like um, sort of challenge of the game is getting to these side-scrolling sections. And um, so the gargoyle can fly, but only for a very limited time. Like, you have to build up your wing meter is what they call it, I believe, from what I was looking into. Um, So you kind of have to... I don't know. It's kind of a strange game. Uh, It looks pretty good. Like, it's definitely in this, like, realm of the late late NES. I'm sorry. I've seen clips of the the YouTube play of this. Mm -hmm. Like, just, uh, like, how you use your limited wingspan to uh, climb to... You can hold onto the walls. Yeah. And then use your limited wingspan to climb up to another cliff. And it looks very challenging, limited. You grow in power. So you get that good feeling of empowerment as you uh, get better. And it just looks like a really awesome game. Yeah. it it Unfortunately, from what I saw, like, in looking into this... it's it's not as great. Um, it just doesn't play amazingly, but it's fun. It's sort of an interesting take, and you are correct. Like the the you fly and grab onto the the walls is the big dynamic here, um, and it you know it's pretty interesting. It's it's definitely an interesting take on platforming, like kind of mixing in the RPG elements, kind of in that that realm between the two. Um, so yeah, um, and then thematic, interest- and then thematically, where you get to play as one of the villains. That you or like a type of the villain that was very common in the uh, might, uh, Ghouls and Goblins game, right? Oh, Ghosts and Ghouls. You know there was two, you know there was two different ones that were basically the same game, Ghosts and Ghouls <laughs> and Goblins and whatevers. And then you finally get to be one of those characters. So it's like you get to be like a, a day in the life of one of these things. It would be like a Mario game where you get to play a Goomba, hmm. which would be kind of neat. So the big thing here in this game is that you increase your ability to fly like longer periods as you get further through the game and mm-hmm. like pick up your power ups and stuff. So, and obviously at that point it'll challenge you with like stuff that you couldn't span earlier in the game unless you've done you know like it's you know on this on a typical uh, video game like difficulty curve. Um, the bosses are a little tricky uh, from what I could see as far as like because you kind of have to fly midair and like attack and then dodge all like at the same time it can be the bosses are definitely the hard point in this game um and you know that's that's yeah duh thanks john (laughs) but like um 
especially in this game though like the rest of the game is not very difficult um, in comparison to the bosses so and I just wanted to reiterate in case anyone uh, hasn't listened to our earlier issues episodes um, Gargoyles Quest 2 is a sequel to a Game Boy game uh, it was one of the uh, better early on Game Boy games and I uh, forced John to play a little bit of it <laughs> last time he was over here yeah that was like five beers in though so I don't remember it too well <laughs> you were like eh, it's alright and I was like oh see see yeah I mean it was fine for an early Game Boy game but yeah it was the same kind of mechanic where you had to like fly your little wings across you know gaps and there were some RPG elements and you know all that it was pretty I decent I want to talk I want to talk about this enemy on page 12. Hold on. Before we get there. Okay. So the main character is you play a red gargoyle called Firebrand. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about that illustration at the beginning. I want to talk about the second illustration on the bottom of page 10. Okay. We've lost the gloves. We've lost uh, the skirt. We've lost the wife beater. But apparently you picked up like a industrial jug of like steroids though. Yes. <laughs> 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 like yeah. like an oil drum full of HGH and steroids mixed together <laughs> and then yeah. like poured it down his throat and that's what you ended up with. Yeah, he can't applaud anything right now. It's how much how big his muscles are. He can't his his arms can't touch each other. His hands yeah. can't touch. That's why T Rex was so angry, like he couldn't reach <laughs> yeah. anyway. Okay. So I just wanted to light these are two totally different interpretations of the character. Clearly, I think this is, must be art from like the uh, instruction manual. Right. Uh, I don't know. The the I, coverage here is pretty interesting though. There's a lot of good going on. Um, the just it's laid out well. There's they do mm-hmm. give you a good view of like sort of the layout for each of the, the uh, levels. So if you're going to play this game for any reason, <clears throat> Mike. Uh, you might want to keep this handy because there's a, it, it, you know, it's not bad coverage from Nintendo Power. It's giving you a lot of um, layouts and, and sort of this yeah. is this is. This is It'll help good. me for the first half because again, why finish anything in Nintendo Power? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you they can, do get to the quest continues here. So yeah, you do. You can tell that they did the uh, they they took this the screenshots were taken at Nintendo Power headquarters using an unmodified cart because there's a picture of the gargoyle. Multiple times in every level map, as I like to call it, Super Meat Boy Vision. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, any of the enemies <laughs> on? It would have been better if I got no laugh on that week reaction. <laughs> I'm not that familiar with Super Meat Boy. I played it for like two minutes. Going yes, eh. and if you and died it's a platformer. A few ti- yeah, and if you died a few times, it shows your various. <laughs> Deaths as you're playing, just so you can be like, "All oh, oh. right, all oh, right, that's how that fucking killed me before." So you get to see, it's like the screen is filled with you. So kind of like um, the ghost cars in in like Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, when you like racing yeah. yourself from ten years ago and things like that. It's like <laughs> or, echoes. Yeah. Have you you guys ever heard that like the Animal Crossing like mother video thing? Have you seen that? Uh, I've seen like some an- I've seen like one Animal Crossing that had this uh, girl who like was running the town in the mayor's absence and it turned out that she just like tried to turn everything into a, like a, a socialist paradise no they, like, they finally kick her out of office she's like kneeling in front of a statue of Karl Marx saying next time so the video I'm talking about um, it was like a guy whose mother had MS and um 
over time, like she lost her ability to like walk around and like would she spent a lot of time gaming because like they could get they could put her in front of the TV. She still had her her hands and and or use for hands and things like that. So it was like a way for her to pass a lot of her time. And I guess she really loved Animal Crossing. Um, I mean, played played a lot of it. And um, so uh, a couple like a year or two after she died. Um, he booted up Animal Crossing. I mean, he played a little bit too, but he, he booted up and he uh, like logged into his town or whatever and he opened his mailbox and his mother had sent him like hundreds of letters and gifts and things like that. Oh. Uh, and it just like floored him. Like all of a sudden this like avalanche of how much his mother loved him hit him oh. like after he after like he thought she was gone. Like it's definitely uh, definitely hits you in the feels. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. Games are pretty cool at times, so um, yeah. So any any uh, anything else we want to say about um, Go Gargoyles Quest Part Deuce? Part Deuce. No. Speaking of Part Deuce, next up we have Casino Kid Two for the NES. Oh wait, there was one. I want to talk about that enemy on page twelve. Oh, like yeah. with an eyeball and like pincers. Like that seems like a poorly designed like. It yeah. seems like it would just like stab itself in its own eyeball, pretty like. Rapid. Yeah, how does it feed itself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if it was a mouth originally, because the the eyebrows kind of looked like lips on the top. Yeah. <laughs> but instead I don't of a mouth, it's a giant eyeball. Why? Why does one mouth have two eyebrows? And then, like on the next page, we've or, got yeah. we've got like a green raspberry of death or something like that. I don't <laughs> I don't know what that thing is, but. Mm. Oh my goodness! All right, oh my, so oh my god, it's like psycho horror Kirby. <laughs> no, that looks like you know any of the germs you see in like a commercial for like a right. toilet cleaning product, or like toenail <laughs> fungus, like like yeah. like it's 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 what's under your toenails. Boom! Yeah, so. Tough ad to connect and takes care of those. And then they all get and then they all get washed away or uh, blown up by bubbles. That made me mm. miss John Madden for like a second. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right in the feels. Uh, all right. So, and then we look at this uh, Egyptian, uh, the the sphinx-looking ones. They look like it looks like a cancerous sphinx. Oh yeah, that is like a it's like a poor sphinx that just has like warts all of its body. Which page <laughs> is this on? It's on fifteen in the middle. It's the last one in the middle. Oh yeah, I didn't. I thought I didn't realize that was its body. Yeah, yeah, it's, mm. yeah, it's, it's, it's like cancer sphinx. It's like a sphinx and a cauliflower fucked each other is kind of what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Over a bed of uranium. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of fucking waste of time, Casino Kid 2. Huzzah! Uh, yes, it's a gambling game. Yeah. <laughs> Does he take on the mob? Or? Uh, mm-hmm. He's like traveling the world trying to win gambling tournaments, from what I understand. I had no interest in playing this. There was a little bit of... Uh, like some of the enemies are very similar to like the Street Fighter characters from the respective regions. So yeah, that's a little bit interesting. But yeah, one looks like Chun Li. Yeah, Re Re Lenka here looks exactly like Chun Li from China. Mm-hmm. And Paul. And then there's Keaton from England. Yeah, and couldn't be uh, could couldn't be more British. And then there's Ryu Ryu from Japan. So you've got yeah. that. You know. And Abu um, Gonzel, which is like dulcim if he just ditched all the friggin' tattoos and went to an actual school. And then Jaina Nag- Nagul from Australia, who looks just like completely normal. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> Everyone else yep. has like looks <laughs> all, to them. All, but. all of her friends call her Vi. You know why. 
<laughs> Vagina. All right. We uh, have a, what do we have for Canada, Mike? Uh, Rocky Hammer, which looks like uh, like a Canadian version of Guile, I guess. That's your porn name, right? <laughs> Pretty sure. For Russia, we have this no, dude no, with no, an my, orange... My, my Canadian porn name is Tim Hardon. <laughs> <laughs> Big time, That's Timmy Jim. <laughs> I liked it. It was bad. I liked it. <laughs> Next up, we have Nikolai Bunin from Russia with an orange beard, an orange hat, orange sideburns, orange hair, orange shirt. Like neon orange in a yeah, grimace unlike, face. Unlike Alton Silver from Brazil, who's also orange. Like, I guess they're taking advantage of the orange palette uh, of the NES. <laughs> but <laughs> He's more well, sandy. But He's Brazilian, so of course he's orange. Does he have a mustache and cross eyes? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I, well, I think of, be, yeah. You think he'd be Scottish with all the red hair, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's a gambling game. You you play three three casino really? games. Really, you're ignoring the Nigerian guy who is fucking red because I guess they didn't want to make him black. I think it's like Hellboy. Um, so you play <laughs> poker, blackjack, and roulette. And from what I understand, there's no real like you're just literally trying to beat the odds. Like I, I don't I don't know. Like I guess. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking hate this when we have to play it on the taste test. I really hope you don't have to because this just you don't have yeah. to play every game, you know. I think the mandate was every game. <laughs> that that was the promise I made at the beginning. Every NES game. Well, that was a mistake. Clearly, yeah, <laughs> you've chosen poorly. <laughs> All I right. immediately regret this decision. <laughs> so, uh, okay. yeah, it's a casino game. There's not like what can we say about it? The coverage is mm. kind of it gives you some strategies like on how to play the games if you ha- if you don't yep. understand. So. I mean, Ben could have benefited from this when he had to play poker in, uh, in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Three hours of trying to win a freaking hand at poker. <laughs> All right, so I had to look up. I had to look up facts for that too. I I know the struggle. All right, Contraforce <laughs> is yes. next. So this so, is. I did. I did a little bit of research into this game. It's a mm-hmm. kind of a. Uh, it's a bastard Contra game. It actually wasn't a con- developed in Japan as a Contra title. It was developed in d- Japan under the working title Arkhound by Konami. Uh, they decided not to release it in Japan, and when they brought it over to the U.S., um, they wanted to sell it more, so they put the, they slapped the Contra name on it. And um, Was this the one that Kojima wanted had nothing to do with? No, the Kojima is Metal Gear Solid. Right. So, um, yeah, this, I mean, there, there wasn't like controversy in that way about it. It's just like, it's not really a Contra game. Uh, it plays a little like it with the platforming. Um, you do pick between four specialists. You've got Burns, uh, Smith, Iron, and Beans. Um, Beans. Cool Beans. So, uh, just kind of an interesting game. Uh, it, it switches. Let me guess. They, let me guess. They call him that because his bunk smells like a fucking shit pile. Let's go with that. Um, so it's because he's dropping bombs. Let's that's just, why he, he claimed the shit out of his turret. Uh, he's claiming the shit out of everything he goes. So, like the last Contra game, it switches between the side platform and the top down. So uh, they did. Do you notice that. that Beans looks like Rocky Hammer from the previous shit game? <laughs> he's not gonna drop Beans. Just let him, let him go. Anyway, yeah, Mike, just get it all out. Let let let, let loose, and then I'll, and then let the adults talk. Oh, I'm just saying that. In, I'm just saying in the first shot, in the first screenshot, we get to see Beans, and he's got that same hairstyle as uh, Rocky Hammer from uh, the Casino game. That's a cool no, point. he doesn't. 
He just got the brown. Blue, he's not even no, close. No, in the screenshot, not Dude, the artwork. What screenshot the, are you talking about? Where it says two can play at this game. Oh, then we get to see okay. the command select with Burnsmith, oh. Iron, who looks like... Iron looks like a fucking clown. Let me get out the magnifying glass to look at that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mike's got the eagle vision going. <laughs> Jesus <I'm> Christ. <laughs> that ant on the ground looks like Helen Keller. Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> look at those pixels. <laughs> well, right. excuse me for using my vision when mm -hmm. reading a magazine. You should feel bad about trying. Alright, <laughs> um, so yes, this game switches between top-down and... Um, side scrolling. It's kind of. It doesn't really play like a true Contra game. Um, in the in like what you like what we're used to from the Contra series. I mean, it, it says shoot 'em up like you know side scroller, but it just doesn't have that like Contra feel to it because it wasn't developed as a Contra game. They kind of shoehorned it into Contraness like to release it over here. So, but from what I understand, it is you know pretty decent, worth your time sort of thing. The bosses are just crazy bullet sponges. Like apparently mm -hmm. it takes. Oh, just an ungodly amount of um, ammo to bring them down, and then the final boss. <coughs> Destiny. <coughs> you can see. It. Well, yes, because Ben was playing by himself when you're supposed to have a fire team of whatever. I don't have friends. I'm so lonely. <laughs> I get like a text. I can play. It's 11:30 at night. Oh, great! Like, let me get on and carry you through that fucking raid. All right. The kids are asleep. Both asleep at the same time. Five minutes. Go. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna put the controller down. You carry me through the raid. All right. Um, so the final boss on on uh, page 25, uh, he and the helicopter shoot you at the same time, which is really tricky. But it's weird when you beat the boss, um, the helicopter just blows up at the same time. Like maybe out of sympathy, I don't know. But like, <laughs> you don't actually have to blow up the helicopter. You just like focus everything on That's on hilarious. the guy. So. So, I have a comment about the boss on page 23. Mm -hmm. This Oh, you mean the the orange special? Yeah, so the sub-leader. So it's the boss at the end of a submarine stage. Right. And it looks like uh, the guy from Smash TV a little bit. Yeah. To me, he looks like the monkey with the symbols. <laughs> that too. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the key with that is the missiles shoot straight from his hands, like straight down. So you want to use that cover... Otherwise, you'll just get, like, a barrage of missiles to the face. Like, and it's fun, you know, I know that's Mike's uh, Friday night, but the rest of us, uh, <laughs> um, not so big on it. So, yeah, a lot yeah. of orange here. As I gotta convoy, say, though, And then Convoy Leader, surprisingly, orange. Right. I gotta, I got well, yeah, I mean, that's common. And, and I gotta say, the, the graphics for this game. the artwork. Look Let's at all talk at the same time. This is fun. <laughs> all right. Look at stage five enemy. Just look at the artwork quickly. Even yeah. the artwork is orange. Okay. I don't think so. I really, like that. look at the guy like coming that. out of the helicopter. Orange skin, orange hair, fighting a guy with an orange wife beater and an orange hat with orange Looks hair. Looks like he's jumping on like Walter White. Walter White from. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's he's Donald Trump tan. That's all. You may be the one who knocks. I'm the one that jumps out of a motherfucking helicopter <laughs> into a pistol. <laughs> Still so a bad idea. Saying, so Ben, you were saying. Oh, I was saying uh, for a NES game, I know it's a common theme, but this actually looks really good graphic-wise. It wise. does. It does. It yeah, has an amazing amount of detail right. um, and uh, into the characters, into the environments, the weapons. Everything yeah. just looks gorgeous on here. This looks almost borderline like early Super NES, and they're pushing it out of the, um, out of the Nintendo. So, mm -hmm. I mean... 
I mean, it's like one of the. Like, it's weird. Like, you get some great games on like, like um, what is it? Donkey Kong Country Two looks like a freaking sixty four game, and they somehow they rare got that out of a Super Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. um, you, you get a few of these every every system. Like, but yeah, definitely. Um, I would say it's worth checking out on that front. Maybe you could maybe you could like do a mini a, a mini like a little hors d'oeuvre bite on the game because I don't think it's worth playing mm. through. But uh, definitely check it out, Mike. <laughs> would be my my suggestion. Right. So. Okay. So next up, we've got classified information. Did you guys find anything <clears throat> interesting in here? There. Well, it's on the cover. They're like saying that there's uh, codes and stuff for Street Fighter Two. So. Um, yeah, we got some codes to see uh, Ryu fighting Ryu, Blanca versus Blanca. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody versus their counterpart. Yeah, you can you can enter the down, right, up, left, Y, and B, and then you can fight you can fight character like the same character versus themselves. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then there's also ones for Gun Knack, which I never really heard of, and I don't know what a Gun Knack is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then there's Ab- Abidox, which is that awesome like bloodstained font they have there. Uh, Infiltrator, um, Castlevania Three, Final Fantasy. There's a set, so sound test stuff. Ugh, great, that's super exciting. Uh, Tells you how to get a free green potion in the le- a link to the past. <laughs> oh, sweet! And that one is. Uh, you just go to the circle of rocks and something a waterfall, and then you toss your shield or a boomerang into the kid's mysterious pond, and the fairy will upgrade these items. I saw a gray. Know, Sorry, is, I mean. So if you throw an empty bottle in there, you get a green potion, and Sweet. this will recharge your magic meter. So I saw a great uh, comic the other day. It was like Zelda getting home. And she's like, hey, Link, I got us a present for our anniversary. And Link's like, what is it? She goes, we're going to a pottery making class. And Link's like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get to see the trigger on his face. <laughs> yeah. It's like every time he hears, hey, listen. Hey. Uh, my roommate had that PTSD. as his, like, text and the P stands for <laughs> The P in PTSD stands for pottery. Yeah, my... <laughs> My roommate had that as his text noise on his phone for like five years. It was the most annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! Like, ah! Hey, listen! Hey, listen! (laughs) Yeah. So. Nice. I think he he just had the hey. I don't think he had the listen part, but still. uh, Yeah, after year three, I was a little bit done with it, so. All right. Uh, though my one's really annoying right now. I have the uh, Minnesota Vikings first down horn sound uh, for my text messages. <laughs> oh well, let's hear it. I've never heard it. Um, Is that the one that's? Bing? I'll work on it. Uh, why don't you effort? Uh, well, um, okay. Mike, why don't you take the comic on and and um, and John will work on the sound. To end it, it, to John, John will work on the fantastic interruption. Wait, I think I can do it here. Hold on. All right, sounds. And ringtone, or what is it? Notification sound? Here we go. This is great podcasting. Yeah, it's super interesting. The silence is palpable. That, so that's, yeah, I get that like every time I get a text message, and everybody at work like fucking hates me <laughs> for a stupid horn phone. So, like, but I'm like, that's yeah. Just- Vikings first down. This sounds like uh, Age of Empires when you uh, rally to go fight someone. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting a boo-boo Zayla. 
Yeah, no. No, so. that's his upgrade. When he really wants everyone in the office to hate him, like he's mo- like he's got a bit new job and he's moving out in a month. But <laughs> man, it's going to be a fucking awful month. I remember one guy at my old job, like he quit, and somehow I don't, I don't exactly know how he did it, but he had like everyone's screensaver switched to a countdown for like his last day. <laughs> it was like the greatest thing I've ever. There we go. Yeah, it's pretty similar. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so somehow when he was quitting, um, he had like, you know, one day till John's last day. Like, <laughs> like with a countdown timer. I always enjoyed that. Like, um, so. One of the best so. pranks I ever saw was uh, one of my uh, friends. He pranked his roommate who left his computer unlocked when he <laughs> left for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And he made, apparently you can make a, a website, the background of your um, desktop. Right. And there is this website called Iraqis.org slash bomb. And uh, so what happened, basically he made that as the uh, background. And as soon as the guy logged back into his computer, <laughs> there's a there's a, the picture of the goat sea. And at full volume, there's a sound clip going, Hey, everybody, I'm looking at gay porn. And then immediately, like as soon as it finishes, a pop-up comes up and it repeats the same thing. And then another one. And then another one. Oh, my God, a loop. (laughs) Just like 50 windows are popping up on this guy's desktop. It's still not as good as the bed bug prank, though. I'll have to say oh. that was yeah. We'll get we'll tell that story at a different time. But it's pretty evil. <laughs> that one, yeah, that one. Save. I just felt bad. Like that. We got we got to save that for the end of the week for part two of this episode. All right. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, Mike, uh, we have a Zelda comic. Yep. So the mysterious figure who was uh, seemed to be threatening Link in the last at the last panel shows up. The one that I said looks like Astro Boy, and he still does. And he, uh, Link says, who are you? And he says, I challenge you for the right to wield the Master Sword. Again, massive deviation. Although it would have been nice for Link to have a rival. We don't get to see that in the game. But here, we get to see a neat sword battle as Link somehow crosses swords with the guy before he even reaches him. Because in the next panel, he descends off the mountain to charge at him. All right, I guess they, uh, we were supposed to be reading both of these at the same time. So as he pulls out the, his own sword, he turns into a friggin' eagle, and then he just like, scream, charges at him off the mountain. And then Link says, what are you? And then he, he crosses swords with Link, flying over him, saying, if you are truly the hero, and your sword is the master sword, you should be valiant enough to counter my attack. Although a sword has nothing to do with a person's bravery, but... Anyway, Link just repels the guy's attack with a massive bzzz, and the guy hits the ground singed with his sword out of his hand and a surprised look on his face. He goes, you fight well, or is it just luck? I may have misjudged you, hero. And Link's just thinking, what a loon. <laughs> then he goes, then the, the mysterious man goes on to tell him, it is written in the book of Mudora, he who corrupts the land of gold shall fall to the shaft of the enchanted arrow of silver. My family has always excelled in archery and it is my destiny to destroy Ganon. I have yet not yet obtained the enchanted arrow. And then Link says Enchanted Arrow, and then we get to see a lot of expedition where he reveals that his ancestors were uh, royal knights. And then Link says, your ancestors were the knights, mine too. Perhaps we can join forces to find Zelda. And we get to learn that the uh, the mysterious man's name is Roam. 
And he goes, what? Zelda's here in this world? Where were the knights? Why didn't they protect her? They must be mad giving a weakling like you the master sword and sending you to rescue her. Weakling? And then uh, Link pulls a freaking Donald Duck and he starts having a conniption fit going, I'll show you who's weak. I've been through a lot. I got the pendants of wisdom, power, and courage to prove it. And Rome's just like, well, I find that difficult to believe with your lack of discipline and obvious immaturity. Well, I'm <laughs> off to find the enchanted silver arrow. Without it, no one can defeat Ganon. I have a feeling when the time comes, we must join forces against him. Until then, do try to stay alive. Then the fairy says, of all the crazy mixed up creatures in this world, that guy beats them all. And then Link's uh, Soviet Union tuning hammer fork starts getting a message from Sh- from Sashrala, who says, who's uh, talking to his family going, the Eastern Palace was shaken by a quake that almost leveled it. And then Link uh, says his name and he goes, did you, did you hear that? I thought I heard Link's voice. Well, you must be hearing things. You're probably right. So where was I? The strange pendant. When the calm fork rings, the girl in the crystal wasn't kidding when she said it might be helpful, says the fairy. And Link's looking through her going, I can see them. And then they hear him say that going, now I hear him. But if he's in the dark world, oh, it must be the calm fork of legend. Because this man knows about artifacts in another world, apparently. <laughs> and he says, when the calm fork vibrates, you can communicate with beings on different planes of existence. Link, I'm glad you're safe. And then we get to see stars in the shape of a spider web for whatever reason. And then Link's just sitting there staring at it, looking perplexed on one page. And on the next, we get to see the uh, Sashrala and his, and his family all just looking at a map going, Link, listen. So I guess now we know where Navi got her, got her catchphrase from. And he goes, listen, the location of the pyramid. Oh, my fuck. Well, John, what do you send me? Hey, listen. <laughs> oh, my God. Ben, just, just see what John said. It's like an Oh, my God. John, I, I told you John would find a way to interrupt me. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so Shashrala says the Palace of Darkness, which you destroyed, must be connected to Eastern to Hyrule's Eastern Palace, which explains the uh, the sudden earthquake, which leads them to believe that the Dark World is a warped reflection of the Light World and that they're somehow connected. So the palace that Link blew up with all the peppercorn grenades, its counterpart in the Light World was also leveled. So they realize that Link still has an effect on the world that he's not in. So they said, because the mind of the maid was so pure, she was imprisoned in Cocoon, as must be Zelda, because everyone's body reflects the, uh, the contents of their mind. So I guess in their mind, they're useless because they just sit there floating in a crystal while Link can still move around and hit things. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so, how I read that, too. <laughs> so then uh, the fairies say, Hey, I'm looking for a girl sealed in a crystal cocoon. Have you seen her? And then, uh, there, and then we get to see a fat fairy sitting on a leaf going, Have I seen her? So, <laughs> like, why would fairies... Like, you think they'd be skinny so that their wings can carry them? You think being fat would be like, Well, now we got a grounded fairy. <laughs> yeah. It's so like the we get penguin see, of fairies. <laughs> <laughs> Then we get to see Link inside a level full of open mouths, saying, There's no water here. This place is as dry as a tomb. Link, I found an opening. Well, I can't fly up there like you can. I don't have wings. 
And also, you're small enough to fit in those mouths and little brick slots. Link can't. <laughs> so he goes, I'll call Sashrala with the tuning fork. Sashrala, can you hear me? And I really wish that we would see Sashrala on the toilet going, fuck, Link, leave me alone for a bit. <laughs> I told you, don't use that wall. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes, I link, I followed the directions you gave me, and I reached a place called the Watergate Prairie. We found a large pool of water surrounded by statues, but nothing else of interest. So there's water on your side. Hey, I see Link in the pool. Link behind you. Then we get to see a cow. Don't know how he got in the room. But then we get to see that same, another, another asshole cyclops full of grenades who grabs one of the uh, heads on the wall, shuts him down, closes the door. I shut the door. Now you're trapped in here. When we take you to Ganon, he'll reward us well. Don't <laughs> I'm not your... trapped in here. You're stuck in here with me. <laughs> full yeah, of Link bane go... and just like go full Link... for the, go for the yeah. throat. Link goes full Rorschach. <clears throat> so he blocks the fork, the pitchfork to the face. Mm. And then uh, the little boy's excited on sitting on top of a statue to get a better view. And he's pounding the head going, get him, Link. But then the head opens up and gushes out water. And <laughs> uh -oh. it all goes like... And then right. water starts pouring in through the mouths. And Link's like, oh shit, what happened? And everyone's all getting swept up in the water. And it says, to be continued. The artwork here is like, there's a couple panels uh, definitely worth checking out. Like the visual, uh, like uh, Zelda in the in the crystal and like the spider web uh, halfway through. And then like the way they've animated the water um, falling into this room that they're all battling in. Like it's all worth checking out. Like this is very well done. Um, which I know has kind of been a running theme with some of these um, cartoons that we've been talking about, but like, uh, I it would have been know, nice. Know, it would have been nice if these things continued, like outside right. of Nintendo Power. We would say like, check out the continuing adventures of Link in uh, at your local comic shop. Right. That would have been awesome. Yep. And then we could. I see think Kirby's. I would have still waited to hear you complain about. Oh, now they want to maybe pay more money for this. <laughs> Yeah, basically we're gonna we're gonna critique them one way or the other. So, you know. <laughs> so speaking of uh, Mike's dating moves, we've got Kirby's Dreamland Hoover maneuvers. For <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> actually, yeah, this is the Game Boy game section. Yeah, Kirby here looks like a fucking boo instead of Kirby. Like yeah. he's not even pink. Is this yeah, is uh, this isn't his first game ever, is it? No, his first game was Kirby's Dreamland for the. Uh, Super, uh, wait, wasn't it like Kirby's Adventure for the Nintendo? Uh, let's look it up. While you, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I think no, you're right. I don't no, think this is the first one. No they're, no, they're introducing it here. It says the star of this Nintendo Game Boy is a very versatile critter named Kirby. So they're not saying Kirby's back, they're, they're introducing him by telling you that he's named Kirby. Yeah, and Kirby's can... Dreamland is the first game with <laughs> Kirby. Oh, I called it. Kirby's Adventure comes yeah, out the next year for the NES. After they realize we're sitting on a fucking gold mine here. And uh, speaking of sucking. <laughs> so, Why yeah, he, he's, he's, not, he's not pink in anything. He's always yeah. a fucking boo. Well, because well, there's, no, there's no color in this game. Yeah, but the trees are still brown in the artwork. They clearly haven't they may, figured out his look yet. Yeah, maybe they hadn't done that thematic like decision yet. I remember they, the commercial for this. Uh, it was this game with the Nintendo one where they where they like described him as one tough cream puff. <laughs> he looks kind of like uh, Jigglypuff <coughs> a little bit here. Yeah, but I don't. 
I remember this game is considered to be like one of the better Game Boy games. Yes, oh, is yeah. my understanding. Oh okay. yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know what Kirby is, he's sort of a big blob ball type thing with arms and legs. And his uh, shtick is that he is a human, or not human, he's <laughs> a walking vacuum. Um, and he can suck up anything, enemies, food, non-food items into his belly. And um, they will... And if, and, if, and if you're really horny, he will swallow anything. Mm. Yeah, he's basically like the video game equivalent of Honey Boo Boo's mom. He'll be... <laughs> he'll be he'll be your, he'll be your box, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, it, these are very uh, maybe that, Maybe that's what... Maybe, you know, he takes on the properties of whatever he swallows, so I think that's mm-hmm. why he's white. We solved the mystery. <laughs> Uh, so he's this is Cumbox Kirby. All right, it take, let me it didn't take long. All right, let me explain the damn game. It's funny because right. of semen. <laughs> <sighs> Poor Ben. <laughs> so once right. he once he sucks something up, you can choose to <laughs> swallow it, which may give him some kind of power up. God or you can Nintendo. spit it out, <laughs> which will fire an enemy or fireball or something at, at something. <laughs> you trying to describe this game to someone that hasn't played it is amazing. You can, you can also suck up, I think, air. You can suck up air and you kind of blow up and you can like float in the air. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised he doesn't fart it out. <laughs> no, yeah. So that's, that's the main game mechanic. Is this is the uh, vacuuming and uh, eating, maneuver, maneuver. spinning, or uh, flying? Yeah, and oh. as uh, you know, as as funny as it is to try to describe it, if you haven't played Kirby games, they are some of the best like Nintendo content. Of, oh yeah, it's it's whimsical. Yeah, engaging, immersive, like and and like one of the most endearing things is every time Kirby beats a level, that cute, adorable music that plays, and he does a sweet little dance. Yeah, he, it really is the the height of Nintendo doing what Nintendo does. Like, um, whimsy Lolo makes an beauty. appearance in this game apparently. So stage yeah. two is Lolo's castle. So I didn't realize <clears throat> that. <laughs> That's kind of interesting, I guess. So. Castle Lolo? I don't think that's the same. Shorty got low, low, low. Oh, he says low, low, low returns. So he's returning from something because this is the first game. Low, 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 and la, la, la. Yeah, yeah you're right. My that's dear, the character. What you got to do you with the part right there. here? She got the finest yeah, body, I swear. I actually, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you guys played Kirby. I never played any of the Kirby games. Um, do you growing do up. it? Not even like some of the I, I don't I haven't played this generation's Kirby games, but like no, they're they're solid. Like I've played them as far as the Wii. Yeah. And they were still fun. No, I and I played some of them recently, not the Game Boy one, but I have played uh, some recently and they're they're pretty fun. Yeah. Go as far back to the Nintendo one. I think I beat the Nintendo one recently mm-hmm. in uh when I was going through my ROM collection, I just thought, Oh, I might as well try out this the uh, the Kirby game. Then all night I'm just like, fuck I'm not I'm not Okay, I'll, I'll I'll stop eventually. Mm-hmm. Then I got to the credits, and I'm like, okay, now I can stop. Hmm. It, it was yeah. just fun. There's an enemy called Cracko, which I'm sure is big in the hood. <laughs> Page uh, 53. 
Um, we've got Kabula on page um, page fifty one, which is like a floating <laughs> air level. We got a guy. Ca- we got a guy called Hurley, and he doesn't look like a fat Mexican on Lost. So yeah, <laughs> he knows the if he has if he has a lot uh, you know some lottery numbers. Make sure you go play them. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched Lost, but um, no, you, you nailed it. It's you, you pretty much summed him up. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else we want to say about Kirby's debut on Kirby? <laughs> so I, well, I just got to say the Lolo levels. So Lolo and La 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 are your enemies, mm. and they try to fight him the same way you would play Lolo. So they block him with blocks and and try to do things that you would see in a Lolo game, which is very interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not just a cameo appearance. It's like you're fighting the actual Lolo and Lola. Right. Which again, friggin' awesome! Like they took a crossover and they did it right. They did. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, that's actually pretty bold considering they used the protagonist as an antagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of interesting on from the Nintendo point of so view. This, so. this game for for a Game Boy game looks amazing. Actually, the it does. It looks. Gr- really it looks good. great. <laughs> like I. Like normally these Game Boy games look like shit in this magazine, but like everything here is crisp. There's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just good. It just—I <laughs> want it's to play as this good game. As a, yeah, it's as good as a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. This like an might NES game. Be the first Game Boy game that I'm actually inclined to play <laughs> right. from looking at the coverage. <laughs> I'll say that much. So, and yeah, I mean, of, I, I, there could have been a remake. You never know. You know, they yeah, could have updated it. With oh, there is. Now. It was released on the 3DS on a virtual console. Oh, there you go. Uh, in 2011, so. Uh, and speaking of stuff that I want to play, the next game isn't in that category. It's Laszlo's Leap, which is a puzzle game of some sort. I don't even know. It like, looks like Chinese checkers mixed with Othello and backgammon, and it looks and it looks about as exciting as all of those things. Yeah, it's some sort of... They put in zero looks, effort into the title of this game. I mean, like the, the, the font and everything. It's just like, uh, yeah, just put some big L's. It looks like it, who, that game. That game Go. Who the, the fuck China? is Laszlo? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever the fuck's going on yeah, here. My cat is Chinese checkers slash Othello. Yeah. Slash Go. Yeah. It. Looks it seems like awful. this is the kind of game that you would download for a dollar mm-hmm. on your phone and be pissed that you paid a dollar. You like, demand your dollar back. Yeah. You you wouldn't make the fifteen minutes on Google Play and you'd send it right back. So. I think they were trying to go for the Tetris crowd with this. Hey, I heard you like that Tetris. Adults, yep. how about this mm-hmm. other game? It's yeah, way like, betterish. You like games without characters and plots? I can make something without a character or a plot. Watch so this. Speaking, speaking of, of crappy yeah, going for the Tetris, Tetris. <laughs> we have Wordtris. <laughs> Wordtris. Even though, the, even though Wordtris. they put the R backwards, I don't know, like like Russian, Could, like know. Toys R Us or something. Yeah, I don't know. So it's Tetris, but done. You have to spell words with. If you like, oh, literally, this is what it says. If you like Tetris, get ready for another fast-paced puzzler for Game Boy. (laughs) In this new game from, it says it's a game from Spectrum Spectrum Holobyte. Your challenge to form words using the lettered blocks that fall from the top of the screen. Uh, Which word the blocks disappear? Which space? Which spot on the spectrum is this? (laughs) I like Tetris and. I have no I no no desire at all to play whatever this is. But you can take you can take falling letters and pile them up into words. <sighs> this looks awful. This, this, looks this like is like a button. speed version of a shitty speed version of Scrabble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you nailed it. 
It's like if if the devil was going to make a Scrabble game, this is what he would mm-hmm. make. So yeah, the tough part about these two is that uh, it's always a fixed, you know, dictionary with these cartridge-based games. So if you <laughs> Hey, this is a really cool word that I know of. That's actual real word, and it doesn't exist in its library. You're screwed. What? Like, Why are the letters still falling? I spelled fleek. Right. <laughs> Emoji so is a real word. Thank you very much. Speaking of hell, we have Summer CES '92. Uh, Why is this hell? I don't know what you're talking about, hell, because we got a really fucking sweet Mario cosplay here. Because we got a guy <laughs> with as Mario on Yoshi. That is disturbing. So, that's pretty yeah. freaking neat. Maybe he has a midget in the head of Yoshi. <laughs> no, he just think... he he's standing Mario with his boots coming out in Yoshi, and Yoshi's just like Maybe a big his... cock. Yoshi's See, a that's big what cock. He, he needs to put uh, his girlfriend in Yoshi's head and just bang her all day as you walk around CES. <laughs> <laughs> this will teach you how. This will teach you what swallowing really is. Then he just like donkey punches her all day. Yoshi! Wow. Yoshi! And that's how we end up with Trump, people. All right. Okay. You gotta, you gotta give her the you Tony gotta... Danza. <laughs> Who's the boss? It's like, a, it's like a donkey punch, except you say, Who's the boss? <laughs> and then you punch uh, her. <laughs> Who's the boss? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, and then we get to see uh, some kids in front of a big TV screen that look like, I don't know, the kid in the football uniform looks like Jimmy Fallon if he was a ginger. The guy, be- And then the, the guy beside the girl in the middle looks like Ted from Bill and Ted mixed with that if he was played by Adam Sandler. <laughs> so it looks like talking? Adam what? Sandler. Which we page? got a picture here of some dancers page. in front of uh, the word that says you. Oh, I was looking at... Never mind. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you get to see Adam Sandler as Ted Theodore Logan. <clears throat> and then uh, right. Jimmy Fallon as a football player. So anything in here in the... It's basically um, talking about Nintendo announced their Super Deal, the control deck for $100. Um, they highlight new Super NES games, including Mario Kart, Mario Paint, NCAA Basketball, Battle Clash for the Super Scope, um, Yoshi for the too. NES, Super Mario Land 2 for the Game Boy. Capcom kicking ass with The Mystical Quest starring Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. which I have to say, it was I played that game. I rented it when it first came out. I still remember it fondly. It <laughs> was a fantastic Disney game for the Super Nintendo where you get to be Mickey as a sorcerer. Well, and and they had, it was yep. fucking they amazing. Had, they had well, Street Fighter 2 on display, too, for the Super NES. So. Well, yeah, if you want to try another Capcom game, I suppose you could do Street Fighter. <laughs> and they talk about MVP football. And then um, from Capcom, they also announced Mega Man 5 for the NES and The Empire Strikes Back for Game Boy. Uh, and they so talk that, about this goes some, on for like four pages, by the way. So don't, <laughs> Well, I'll just, mention, like, I'll just mention the game. So they have... Um, they mentioned Bart's Nightmare coming out. They have um, Bart versus the Juggernauts for Game Boy, which I don't think came out. Um, I played Bart, Bart versus the Jug- Juggalos, though. That, that would be, be awesome. T2, the arcade game. They also have The Amazing Spider-Man and The Uncanny X-Men Arcade's Revenge uh, coming out from Acclaim, a.k.a. LJN. Sure, I'm sure that's <laughs> super. They have Incredible Crash Dummies coming out. Do you remember when that was a thing? Yeah. The crash what the hell? What the hell happened to there's us? There's a picture of them uh, somewhere in here. Collectively, to the American psyche, what the hell happened to us where we thought this should be a thing? Like crash should, test dummies need to be need to we, be a character. Yeah, we, see, we need to have a on, 
We need to name our band Crash Test Dummies. We need to have a cartoon for Crash Test Dummies. We need to have a a, a video game for Crash Test Dummies. I think I think we have toys. For America, Crash Test America in the early '90s was still getting over like the Coke binge of the '80s. Like it was kind of you know a weird time. So <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, but I'm with you there. It's a thing that just should not be a thing. It's like yeah, I get it. They, well, Crash Test Dummies. I mean, they're not amazing, but it's a decent band from the. Bones. There was a man. Anyway, uh, we have Alien Three, Batman Returns, NFL Football, Cybernator, Prince of Persia for the Super NES, Tiny Toon Cartoon Workshop, and Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally. And then they also mention about another Batman game, Revenge of the Joker. Oh, holy mm. shit, this does go on from a lot of pages. I thought it was just Yeah, that's what two. I'm saying. Like, you're you're going to be on... I mean, like, basically, we got a lot... They, they go through... Your shit little um, games. All mm-hmm. the, um, like, the manufacturers and what's coming out and oh. all that stuff, so... George Foreman showed up at the show to wear sunglasses indoors and sign autographs. <laughs> and he wasn't and selling... Uh, he wasn't selling his grill yet, so... No, he was schlocking games, apparently. And then, uh, apparently you could go and have an artist draw you in Mario Paint, and there's a, a lovely black lady standing next to a giant CRT monitor with a horrible drawing of her in Mario Paint next to her, where it looks like she has a gout. Look at um, the ocean coverage. They apparently acquired the, the SNES rights for Cool World and Lethal Weapon 3, which I, those are two Ooh. movies that I would not think uh, would be family mm. friendly for game adaptation. <laughs> mm. Wonder but, why we don't see Ocean Round today. <laughs> right? Mm. So, so, yeah. <laughs> cool world. Uh, they also got uh, a lot of people in costumes, including uh, Wiley Coyote, Mega Man, Felix the Cat, and one of the Lost Vikings apparently found his way to CES. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think that might, like, we're about an hour, 15 or so in to the recording here, so maybe we want to wrap this and do the second half. Sounds good. Okay, I'll go ahead and uh, take us on out of here. So, um, if you guys would like to reach out to us in between uh, recordings... Reach out and touch us. On the Facebook. <laughs> so go to Facebook, Playing With Power Podcast is our name on there. That's the best way to reach all three of us. Uh, Mike is also on Twitter, at GetThePower88. Please, please, please do us a favor. Go on iTunes and leave us a review, good or bad. We will appreciate the attention. Well, either Mike way. only appreciates the good ones, but yeah, the rest of us are good either way, so... Speaking of good things, uh, you can also, if you really like us, uh, feel free to head on over to patreon.com slash playingwithpower to donate to us. And uh, we have some lovely uh, rewards for you in store. Um, So I believe that's all. uh, And we will see you for the second half, which we'll pick up on uh, Friday. And until then, this is Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment System. Now you're playing with 